0: Romans 3 says for all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans six twenty three says for the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says but God And trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen. Hey, welcome back to Chew the Bible. We are now in Esther chapter 6. In the last chapter, now we're at a point where Mordecai, well, Haman's over there licking his chops, thinking he's going to have Mordecai killed. Esther had the boldness, risked her entire life. She could have died entering the king's presence, Xerxes' presence, without uh, without his... Uh, Without her, he her being invited, or summoned, but she risked her life, and he agreed to give whatever she wanted, up to half the kingdom. Why only half? I don't know. I guess yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, she has a whole yeah plans. Asked to have a whole banquet and have uh. And to have Mr. Haman there. So. Let's see how this goes. It's getting juicy. Getting juicy. Alright, the king honors Mordecai. That night, the king had trouble sleeping, so he ordered an attendant to... I wonder why he had trouble sleeping. Hmm, well, let's see. You. God, God, God made it so he had trouble sleeping. So some of y'all... This sometimes, if you're struggling to sleep, uh, God may be trying to tell you something, try to speak to you. That's that's why I love the fact I'm thankful that I have I can do food delivery to make money because there's so many times, yeah, I have trouble sleeping, or I like sleep for like two hours and then wake up. It doesn't do very well for me Like when I'm trying to work a regular job and have to be there at 8 o'clock the next morning or 7 o'clock, and I barely got three hours of sleep at most, four hours. Oh, man, those days used to be miserable. And I'm not one who drinks coffee for real like that or try to leave coffee alone because I don't want to be addicted to any like energy, any kind of substances or whatever. I don't drink energy drinks. Anyway, so here we go. Yeah, that night the king had trouble sleeping, so he ordered an attendant to bring the book of the history of his reign so it could be read to him. He's like, hey, bring me a bedtime story. Of all the things he could have had read to him, he could have had some Dr. Seuss, you know, some Berenstain Bears, the Berenstain Bears read to him, you know, some, some, um, I don't know, some little Mr. Brown, yeah, what is it? What is it? Mr. Brown can move can so can you. What are some other kids' stories? Good night moon. Yeah, he could have had Goodnight Moon read to him. But nah, he's like, hey, go grab me that big old book of the history of his reign. I wanna hear about my reign, the history of my reign. That will put yeah, that'll put me to sleep. In those records, he discovered an account of how Mordecai had exposed the plot of Thana and Teresh, two of the eunuchs who guarded the door to the king's private quarters. They had plotted to assassinate King Xerxes. Y'all remember that? That was in, like, chapter two. Anyway, what reward or recognition did we ever give Mordecai for this? The king asked. His attendants replied, nothing has been done for him. And Mordecai, like, I saved your life, what, and What things like y'all going to get broke off? You know, a couple grand. You know, couple ladies. Nah, <laughs> from the harem, he didn't get nothing. Now Mordecai was a was a man of integrity. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have accepted any ladies from the harem, even if it was offered, no matter how fine they were. Anyway. Ah, uh, nothing has been done for him. Verse 4. Who is that in the outer court? The king inquired as it happened. Haman had just arrived in the outer court of the palace to ask the king to impel Mordecai on the pole he had prepared. So the attendants replied to the king, Haman is out in the court. Bring him in, the king ordered. So Haman came in and the king said, What should I do to honor a man who truly pleases me? Haman thought to himself, Whom would the king wish to honor more than me? So he remained. man, this dude, something else. So he replied, if the king wishes to honor someone, he should bring out one of the king's own royal robes, as well as a horse that the king himself has ridden, one with a royal emblem on its head. Let the robes and the horse be handed over to one of the king's most noble officials. And let him see that the man whom the king wishes to honor is dressed in the king's robes and led through the city square on the king's horse. Have the officials shout as they go. This is what the king does for someone he wishes to honor. It's wild because this is exactly this is similar to how Jesus is going to be honored when he comes back the next time. And when he came the first time, he rode on a donkey. It was he was he showed his humility. Verse 10, excellent, the king said to Haman, quick, take the robes and my horse and do just as you have said for Mordecai, the Jew who sits at the gate of the palace, leave out nothing you have suggested. <laughs> oh, man, I could have wish I would have paid good money to see Haman's face after that. So Haman took the robes and put them on Mordecai, placed him on the king's own horse and led him through the city square, shouting, this is what the king does for someone he wishes to honor afterward Mordecai returned to the palace gate but Haman hurried home dejected and completely humiliated mm, never mess with one of God's kingdom kid <coughs> verse 13 when Haman told his wife Zeresh and all his friends what had happened he, his wise advisors and his wife said since Mordecai this man who has humiliated you is of Jewish birth You will never succeed in your plans against him. It will be fatal to continue opposing him. While they were still talking, the king's eunuchs arrived and quickly took Haman to the banquet Esther had prepared. I blanked out for a second. Let me read that again. When Haman told his wife Suresh and all his friends what had happened, his wise advisors and his wife said, Since Mordecai, this man who has humiliated you, is of Jewish birth, you will never succeed in your plans against him. It will be fatal to continue opposing him. Listen to your wife, Haman. While they were still talking, the king's eunuchs arrived and quickly took Haman to the banquet Esther had prepared. All right. It's getting juicier. Dun dun dun. To be continued. Man, the Bible is like way better than any soap opera. All right, I'll be right back.